Welcome, welcome, and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, as I, Rob Zagari, it's Rob Zagari Show. Yes, we are running late. We had a bunch of uh, doctor's appointments today. You all know, well, I shouldn't say you all know. Those of you who are regular followers of the program know. I just had a newborn, and of course, um, dealing with the newborn uh is a constant uh, it's just constant that's all, that's all I'm going to say those of you who've really been with us from the beginning we used to do the program uh, in the morning early like 9am and then we had to switch it uh, to uh, a night show because of the new baby but we are here We'll be here for a little bit, and let's talk about Syria. Yes, remember yesterday, we ended the program with my thoughts and my recommendation. Now, of course, President Trump wasn't listening to the Rob Zagari show, but remember what I said yesterday, my opinion went against everybody on the right. Well, I shouldn't say everybody on the right. Your McCain's or your Rubio's, your neocon, they said, let's hit Syria. But everyone else, alt-right, grassroots, um, who else, Um, you know, Uh, Reagan, Democrats, a lot of people. I mean, go to social media. Go to social media. If you follow me, uh, you uh, will see tons and tons of people being very distraught with what Trump did. Very distraught. Now, again... I'm not a neocon. I'm not particularly fond of John McCain. I'm definitely not fond of little Rubio. But what did I say yesterday? I did something that you can't really say on national TV. I said what you can't really say on Fox News. I said politically. Trump needs to hit Syria. Politically, Trump needs to take out Assad. Why? Because it's something that Obama failed to do. It's something Obama failed to do and the left wanted him to do. But unlike the right, where we eat our own and we destroy our own, the left doesn't. What the media and the Democrats do is bury the unpleasantries. They, they bury when they are displeased with each other. Republicans, we attack each other. We go off on each other. We have 
never Trumpers. I mean, not to go off on a tangent, but imagine. For the first time in many, many, many years, we have a candidate that could actually beat the Democrats. We have a candidate that could actually take the White House for us. And there's a big portion of our own party that's fighting against us. You've never seen that with Democrats. You've never seen that with Democrats. As, as much as Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton went at each other, and as much as they hated each other, I mean, you've seen those emails, there was never a faction, never Hillary. But I digress. Democrats, the media, even neocons wanted Obama to strike Syria, to take out Assad, to do what he has to do to stop the slaughter, to stop the migrant flow, to do something. Just anything. And when he put that red line in the sand, said, if you cross that, it was like the uh, old school commercials where the guy puts the battery on his shoulder. He goes, I dare you to knock it off. Obama said, I dare you. And they crossed it. And he went, oh, damn. Okay. Uh, Well, you know what? The media is going to pretend that didn't exist. The media is going to pretend I didn't do that. Um, So I'm just going to be over here in my corner in a fetal position because I'm a little bitch. It's not about toppling a regime because we're neocons and that's what we have to do. It's not even... We are America. We are the, the, the moral equivalent of God. And we, Like I said, I know this is controversial to say. The main reason to go into Syria, to topple Assad, to stop the murder, is because Obama failed to do it. Obama failed to do anything in Syria. And people in his own party wanted him to do something. People in the media wanted him to do something. Activist groups from across the globe wanted him to do something. And he didn't. He ignored Syria. And that's why I said last night, Trump had to strike Syria. He has to make a deal with Russia to go in and take out Assad. And from all reports, 
That's kind of what happened. People inside our government were talking to the Russian government, Rex Tillerson. He was talking to people in the Russian government. They knew this was coming. They knew this strike was coming. And by all reports, Russia has almost washed their hands of Assad. Russia has almost basically said, you're on your own. I heard Assad's a ophthalmologist. He's an eye doctor. The guy's a Rand Paul. The guy's a Rand Paul. So it's time for Assad to get asylum in Iran and open up an ophthalmologist uh, a clinic. It could be the eye doctor. Huge business. Big, big business. That way the slaughtering stops. And at the end of the day, Trump can say, I did what Obama failed at. I mean, you've seen today, PolitiFact, these left-wing hacks actually had to revise when they did a story. They did a PolitiFact check. On when John Kerry said, we got all the chemical weapons out of Syria. Apparently, you didn't, my friend. So PolitiFact had to go back and basically say, uh, yeah, that's bullshit. John Kerry didn't get all the chemical weapons out of Syria. They got nothing out of it. They, they, they've been blasting their own people for years. And this, you want to talk about, once again, burning the media's balls? Oh, my God. Remember, the media despises Trump. Democrats despise Trump. The media, Democrats, one and the same. They despise him. They effing despise him. I mean, I mean, I mean the, the hatred... Runs deep. That's all I can say. And the media despises Trump because Trump keeps rubbing their face in garbage, in in feces. So when the Rachel Maddows or the Chuck Todds go on TV and go, today Trump's candidacy, his run for the presidency is over. Hillary Clinton is effectively won. And you know how that turned out. You know how that turned out, right? (laughs) So now you have a situation where you had children being slaughtered, gassed, 
and you have these images on TV. Forget the kid washing up on the beach. The refugee washed up on the beach. I mean, that's heartbreaking, but, you know, they're fleeing. He falls in the water. Okay. But when a parent, a Syrian, twins, and they're dead, and he's talking to them, and and they've been gassed, and that image and that video was played, holy Jesus, mother of God, you want to talk about impactual. You want to talk about heavy. And this happened years ago, and Obama did nothing about it. He did absolutely nothing about it. So we get these images again, and this time Trump does something about it. There's no way Assad and the situation that is Syria is going to be exactly what it is a month from now. This is just the This is just the start. And the media, like I said, is getting their face rubbed in feces. They're trying to figure out, okay, how do we make Trump look bad? What do we do? Because right now, he's making black Jesus look like a false prophet. He is making black Jesus look like a... a, Jimmy Carter. Remember when Reagan came in? And basically within, what, a year, people were like, Jimmy Carter? What, are you kidding me? I mean, Jimmy Carter's been a joke up until he had cancer throughout his body. And then it was like, oh, Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter's a joke. He was the worst, one of the worst presidents. So instantly... The media is like, well, you know, uh, uh, Trump has changed his tune. He wasn't always for this type of thing. You know, he just changed. Oh, why did he? Because he's, he, he rubbed the media's face in feces. He rubbed their face in feces. So they're going, well, how do we spin this? Okay, well, at one point, Trump was against this. And and images of of children on the beach. Oh, well, you know, that was around before, and Trump wasn't moved by that. And now all of a sudden he's moved by that. Oh, my God. Well, again, we go back to Trump was, remember, the jerk-off builder who would grab girls by the knees because they let him because he was rich and famous and powerful, president of the United States. He wasn't given images and basically the option to stop little babies being gassed and dying in their father's arms. It's easy to detach yourself when you're not in the position of President of the United States. It's easy to detach yourself when you're sitting around in your bathrobe in the Trump Tower scratching your nuts. 
oh, God, that's a horrible image, and then you click it off. Anytime there's an image on TV that involves dogs being killed, you know, the Sarah McLaughlin commercial, the guitar play, I turn the channel. So it's easy when you're not the president of the United States to turn the channel. It's easy to just go, oh, God, that little boy sitting there with a rebel all over his face. All right, let me change the channel. Or just look away and walk away. But when you're the president of the United States and you're sitting there in the White House and somebody says, Mr. President, you need to see. And there's unedited video of four and five-year-old kids gasping for air. You can't help but corny and as kooky and as, and as lame as this sounds, I never reacted until I had a kid. You know, I was at the grocery store. I got some food to cook for dinner tonight. Came home. And right before I pulled into the parking garage, right before I pulled in, I heard, we just attacked Syria. And I was like, yeah. And when I went inside, my beautiful girlfriend, my beautiful young girlfriend, she's young. All of you. All of you (laughs) can only wish to have a young, beautiful girlfriend. Like young, like 16 years younger. That's young. All right? My balls, they drag on the floor. All right? My nuts, they they, they slop around on the floor. I I could play soccer with my nuts. All right? I'm old and disgusting. She's young. She's beautiful. She's vibrant. And she's with me. And she's stuck because we have a kid. But I digress. So she's got the baby. She walks and says to me, the baby poop. She tells me the baby poop because uh, we have to give him a little prune juice because he doesn't poop all the time. So it's like an event when he poops. I know I'm digressing, but there's a point here. And as she stands up, I, I, I look at the baby And I just imagine my child being gassed, gasping for air, dying in my arms. It's it's unfathomable. It really is. That was never impactual to me until I had a kid. I know, as lame as that sounds, as completely lame as that sounds, it wasn't impactual to me. Before I had a kid, and I'm I'm. I'm partying, I'm doing drugs, I'm hang, you know, I, I'm not, I mean, not that I stopped all that, but <laughs> what, not a care in the world, you see something like that on TV and you turn your head, you see a little boy washed up on tree, you turn your head, you go, oh God, yeah, that's horrible, all right, great, but when you have a child, you say, wow, I couldn't imagine my child washing up on the shore. I couldn't imagine my child being gassed. I can't imagine what that parent is going through. Not all those parents, not all those kids are part of a terrorist cell. 
There are some good people. So you get a different perspective. So as the media, because their face is rubbed in shit, because Obama failed and Trump is succeeding, they try to say, well, Obama, uh, Trump was different back then. Trump. And I bring back to my point with my child. Here's Trump in a position where he can stop that. And he's forced to deal with it. He can't change the channel. He can't change the channel. Because before, you could change the channel and you could actually say to yourself, well, what the hell am I going to do? I'm just a jerk-off developer. I build these beautiful buildings. I sell DVDs. What am I going to do? So you're able to detach yourself. But when you're president of the United States, you can't detach yourself. So now all of a sudden, there's Trump sitting at the desk. And his aides, his advisors are going, Mr. Uh, president, take a look at this. And he's watching these kids. <coughs> Die. And there's parents holding dead kids crying. And Trump knows he can do something. Trump knows he can make a difference. He can't ignore it. And he strikes Syria. He strikes Syria. He strikes Syria. Does what Obama failed to do. And now there are reports that Russians were at the Syrian base that the U.S. struck. Russians were at the Syrian base. Guy, remember, here's the other aspect of why this is killing the media. Because if you're in cahoots with Russia, and basically you were put in the White House because of Russia, you definitely are not militarily striking Syria. You're not sending 50-plus cruise missiles to annihilate a base Russians stationed at. You're definitely not doing this in a span of a day and a half. Remember, Assad attacked his people two days ago, day and a half ago. And Trump reacted, our military reacted, and struck in two days. That, my friends, is serious, serious, and I mean serious, 
reaction time. <coughs> so the media is losing their minds. You're killing the narrative. One would have to assume that the low-information voter, you know, the voter who watches CNN, the voter who watches MSNBC, are sitting around going, okay, wait a minute. So Trump is really a Russian operative who was put in power by the Russians. There's no evidence yet. There's no smoking gun. It's been going on for eight months. Investigations. Tracking. You name it. It's still. Nobody. There it is. And now we're being told that Susan Rice... And the intelligence community was spying on Trump and Trump officials. And Susan Rice lied a week ago, said she had no idea. Now she's saying, oh, yeah, she did do the unmasking. They did do surveillance. Hmm. And the kicker, the Russian operative has now just launched a military strike and unleashed something like 60 Tomahawk missiles into Syrian air base occupied by Russians. Hmm. Okay. I'm the low-information voter, and I'm sitting there going, I don't know. This all doesn't add up. This, he's a Russian operative. It all doesn't add up. Because a Russian operative definitely wouldn't have launched airstrikes onto his own people. Russian operatives wouldn't have killed their own military. Russian operatives wouldn't have said, hey, Russia, here's what we're going to do. Wouldn't have happened. And so that's the other reason that the media is freaking out. Because all their narratives, everything, that they have perfectly crafted for the past three months, five months, is all going to shit. And they don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. And like I said, I know it's against what a lot of colleagues, 
friends, new name on the right, have said we should do. But politically, um, you name it, it was the best move for Trump. All right, listen to me. We're going to take a break. We got a whole bunch of other stuff to get to. We're going to back to this because this is all Remember, this is all just happening. So we've got a, a lot more to cover on this. But I want to get to the um, Nunez story. Because a lot of people have different opinions on this. And I want to give you an opinion that you might not have heard before. All right? You might not have heard this on talk radio before. You might not have heard this. On Fox News before. You might not have heard that. And I want you to hear it. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Today's a great day. Today's a great night. Today, we show Russia. We show Syria. That we are a change agent. It's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari. I'll be right back. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter, uh, at Rob Zuccari Show. You can follow us on Facebook, at Rob Zuccari Show. All right, we are talking about the breaking news. Yes, the breaking news. President Trump has done what Obama did not do. Was it scared to do? Trump hit Syria. Obama said, here's the red line. If you cross it, it's going to be hell to pay. They crossed it. He said, okay, if you do another line, maybe. Uh, and then he cowered in the corner like a bitch. What did Trump do? In less than two days, he struck Syria and put uh, the, commu- the, the world on notice. I mean, just fathom this for a minute. Just think about this for a minute. Okay. In the last week, I mean, this is important. I don't know how many people thought about this. In the last week, Trump has had uh, the boss from Saudi Arabia at the White House. 
He's had al-Sisi from Egypt at the White House. And he's had the president of Jordan, Abdullah, at the White House. So in the last week, he's had Saudi Arabia, Egypt, and Jordan all at the White House. And tonight, he's meeting with the president of China. And what happens? He lights up Syria. I don't know. Is that a coincidence? Is that a coincidence or is it strategic planning? And a question, is Kim Jong-un shitting himself right now? Seriously. And again, we talked about this yesterday. Imagine Trump sitting there with the president of China, and he says, listen, we got these problems, but we also have things that we need from each other. I need you to take care of that fat little bastard. 